welcome to How to Live by Every Word That Proceeds Out of the Mouth of God. I'm going to be sharing a reflection from God's Word, but before we begin, let's have a moment in prayer. Pray with me. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for the opportunity. I ask, Father, for the illumination of your Spirit to help us understand your Word, that we may hide it in our hearts, that we may not sin against thee. In Jesus' name, amen. The reflection is in John 5, 44. Jesus says these words, How can you believe which receive honor one of another and seek not the honor that cometh from God only? This is a very important text. We'll try to unpack it as much as possible. Jesus is saying here, How can you believe which receive honor one of another? And seek not the honor that cometh from God only. So the word honor, just to begin to try to understand what is being said here more fully. Honor, it could be glory or praise or the approval. So we could read it in this way. How can we believe? How can you believe? Would receive honor or praise or glory or approval of one another? And seek not the honor, the glory, and praise, or approval that comes from God alone. And I want to compare this text with something else that Jesus declared. In John 6, 29, Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he has sent. In another place, Jesus is saying, How can you believe, which receive honor one of another, and seek not the honor that cometh from God only. Now here in John 6, 29, Jesus is saying that this is the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he has sent. So if the work of God is to believe on him who he has sent, and Jesus is telling us, how can one believe when you're trying to seek the honor of men, the glory of men, and not seeking what honors, what glorifies God only? So what I see here is that if I were to seek the honor or the glory of men, I am standing in the way of the work of God to believe on him whom he has sent. And this is what has taken place in the days of Jesus. This is the condition of the religious leaders which had an effect upon the people. We read this in John 7 46 through 48. The officers, the officers answered, Never man spake like this man. Then answered them the Pharisees, Are you also deceived? Have any of the rulers or the, or the Pharisees believe on him? We, we see here that there were officers who came because they were supposed to apprehend Jesus. And they came back. And they came back empty-handed. And the officers related to them that there was never a man that spoke like this man, referring to Jesus. And the Pharisees replied to them, like, are you also deceived? And then they asked the question, declaring something about themselves. Have any of the rulers or the Pharisees believe on him? Meaning that they themselves did not believe on him. And they were the leaders, the rulers and the Pharisees. And now, if you look at also at John 12, 42 and 43. Nevertheless, among the chief rulers also, many believe on him, but because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out out of the synagogue. 
for they love the praise of men more than the praise of God. So many chief rulers really believe in Jesus, but because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him. Because if they would confess him, they would be put out out of the synagogue. And why is that? It's because they love the praise or their honor, or you can say glory, of men more than the glory of God, more than the praise of God, more than the honoring God. And this is the condition that was happening in their day. And we're told in 1 Corinthians 10, 31, whether therefore you eat or drink, whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. So that means everything that we do, we do to the glory of God, the approval of God, the honor of God, the praise of God, and not to the glory of men. So that's what Jesus is trying to teach us in that verse. How can we believe when we are receiving the glory of men and not really seeking the glory that comes from God only or the approval that comes from God alone? See, we must understand something about ourselves. Like what is our glory? What is the glory of men? First Peter chapter 1, 24 and 25. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of men as the flower of the grass, the grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. We are like grass. All the glory of men is like the flower of the grass. So the grass, it becomes dried up. It starts to wither. It starts looking brown when there's not receiving rain or any water. And when there's plenty of heat, the same thing with us. And also the flower, it just falls off. It starts to decay. It starts to uh, perish. It starts to, starts to fade away. So the glory of men fades away. It, it perishes. The only thing that is going to endure. See, we all our flesh. We are not going to endure. But the only thing that endures is the word of the Lord endures forever. It stands forever. And if we're doers of that word, the very word that the gospel is preached, then we will inherit eternal life. And the only thing we are to glory is glory in the cross. In Galatians six fourteen, But God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. In the cross be our glory ever. As we understand the crucified Christ, and that he is the risen Christ, that we may live for him, and that we may seek to just glorify in that sacrifice that was made at the cross. That is our glory. So my invitation is to seek that which glorifies God, and we can believe on him whom he has sent and die for us. This is the reflection that I had for us today. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Until next time.